When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Inside Purple and Gold. Welcome back to Inside Purple and Gold. I'm Dane Mizutani. If you're listening now in the 27th minute of this podcast, if you've stuck around this long, you know I'm flying solo right now. Just kind of riffing about the Vikings' 20-17 to win over the, over the Commanders. Riffing about how the Vikings have a four-and-a-half game lead in the NFC North. If you like what you're hearing, give us a follow. Give us a rating and a review, five stars. I don't think anyone expected the Vikings to be 7-1 and one at this point. I certainly didn't. So if you're listening and you have, you're a Vikings fan, I'm assuming you can't get enough of this team right now. Why not add another podcast to your, your repertoire, to your rotation? Um, we're on everywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, if you get podcasts somewhere else, let me know, and we'll, we'll try and get up on that service as well. But give us a follow, give us a rating, give us a review. Join us for this this ride that has the Vikings at seven and one, four and a half games up on the closest competitor in, in the NFC North. All right, we, we talked about Kirk Cousins. We talked about the Vikings being situational masters. Other guys stepped up today, though, you know. Daniil Hunter, his best game of the year. Two sacks got home when he really needed to. When the Vikings really needed a big play, Daniel Hunter had the biggest sack of the game on Taylor Heineke to force a punt. I've been hard on Daniel Hunter this year. I've suggested that maybe his best days are behind him. I think they still might be. I don't think he is the dominant superhuman freak that he was early in his career. But as he proved today, he's still a pretty dang good football player. Darius Smith, no sacks today. He had two pass defenses. Got his hands in the passing lanes. Opened up some lanes, some rushing lanes for his buddy, Daniel Hunter. Um, that pass rushing duo continues to come into its own. Darius Smith has been great this year. Daniel Hunter was great today. Two sacks. Like I said, huge play and a huge moment. Daniel Hunter deserves all the credit that we're giving him right now. Another player, Harrison Smith. I think everyone who watched the football game and everyone who has watched Taylor Heineke play football knew that at some point he was going to get risky with it. The Vikings were going to have a chance to make a play. Kurt, or Taylor Heineke was going to be errant with the football, be a little bit irresponsible with the, the decisions he's making. It's kind of like a giveth and taketh away kind of thing with him. Some of the plays he makes are because he's willing to take these risks. But as you saw in the fourth quarter, he took a risk. Harrison Smith floated underneath the ball. Another interception for the hitman. Um, just such a good player still at, at such an old, like as, as he ages up in, you know, I call him old. I don't want him to get mad. 
but he is. He is like the second oldest safety in the league. Um, and he still continues to play at a high, high, high level. He was good again today. He obviously had the interception, uh, but he had a couple of bat- batted balls. Um, when, when the Vikings really needed someone to step up, though, fitting that it was Harrison Smith and Daniel Hunter. Guys who have been here for a really long time. Guys who some people think are past their prime. Guys who continue to make big, big, big plays for this team like they have throughout their career. Another guy who stood out on defense, Caleb Evans. Cam Danzler went down with an injury early in the, the game. I don't think a lot of people know who a Caleb Evans is. Um, diehard Vikings fans know who a Caleb Evans is, but he was a draft pick out of Missouri this year. Yes, I am reading his bio right now. But he was a draft pick out of Missouri this year. He's a 23-year-old kid. He's 6'2", call it 200. Um, I talked to him in camp. He's someone the Vikings are really high on. Patrick Peterson has kind of taken him under his wing. Caleb Evans talked a lot about how he looked up to Patrick Peterson as a kid. Now he's getting to play in the same secondary as him. Well, when Cam Danzler went down with an injury today, Caleb Evans stepped in on that other opposite side, that corner opposite of Patrick Peterson. He had a huge pass breakup to force turnover on downs. And then he had a big TFL early in the you know one of the drives he actually had two tfls in the game so he's a guy who the vikings drafted because they liked his size they liked his length on the outside he's gotten some opportunities this year he's been good on special teams but when he got thrust into the spotlight today when cam dancer went down caleb evans performed and he deserves credit for that big game for him Um, the last guy i want to touch on tj hawkinson here's the stat line Nine catches, 70 yards, nine targets. Caught every single one of his targets. This is a guy who the Vikings traded for on Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday morning. Trade deadline Tuesday morning. Quasi Adolfo Mensa pulls the trigger on this trade. TJ Hawkinson arrives Tuesday night in the facility Wednesday morning. And crash courses in the playbook, I guess. Um, I don't even know how much of the playbook he actually knows um, or how much of this was just him reacting and playing football and using his instincts. But to to haul in nine receptions for 70 yards after having about 36 hours to prepare, that's pretty impressive. I said it when he was traded, when when the Vikings made the move to trade for him, that he instantly becomes the second best pass catcher on the team. No disrespect to Adam Thielen. And, and today he was. Obviously, JJ leads the team with seven receptions for 115 and a touchdown. A lot of that yardage comes with the 47-yard reception in the fourth quarter. Right behind him, like I said, TJ Hawkinson, nine catches, 70 yards. Thielen was good today. He had three catches for 67 yards. A couple big chunk catches early in the game. One big catch late. But as we move forward, TJ Hawkinson is clearly going to be a big part of this offense. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Kirk Cousins loves throwing over the middle. TJ Hawkinson makes a living catching passes over the middle. You saw the Vikings use him in a couple of different ways today, whether it was the the dig route about, you know, give it seven, eight, nine yards of depth right in the middle of the field. They used him on a couple of leak screens, one which didn't work at all, the other which didn't work very well, but you can see how that could work well in the future. Um, they, they, they ran a nice little out route to him in, in, a, in a big moment when, when the Vikings needed to, to get a first down late in the game. He's going to be a security blanket for Kirk Cousins just because of his body, his build, where he runs his routes, the depth of the field with which he, where he runs the routes. Um, but I think more than a security blanket, he's going to be a weapon for this team. And I think we saw some of that today. I think TJ Hawkins and hauling in nine receptions, like I said, and not having really any time to learn the playbook. Imagine when he does know. Imagine when he, he, he is, he's able to intake all of this in, in a month from now when, when Kevin O'Connell can really dial it up with this guy. I think it was a great trade. thought it was a home run at the time. Um, and bravo to TJ Hawkinson for his, his play today. Last one. I, I know I said TJ Hawkinson was the last one, but got to give some love to the special teams. We love to, we love to talk about Matt Daniels on this show. Um, any day you can talk about Matt Daniels, special teams coordinator is a good day. But Ryan Wright, six punts for 310 yards, um, just about over 50 yards per punt average. Um, that's air yards. Not sure what the gross was, but 61 yard long. He was good today. Um, when the Vikings offense was stagnating throughout the parts of the first half and early in the second half, Ryan Wright was able to flip the field, continue his outstanding year um as as the vikings punter it's the same guy that wore 67 in in training camp and if, if you've been listening to us since then you'll remember i made fun of this guy so there's no way he's making the team he wears 67 they don't give 67 to a guy who's going to make the team he's made the team and he's one of the better punters in the nfl so ryan wright great day deserves the credit greg joseph too I know they weren't long field goals. I know one was a 28-yarder. I think the other was a 23-yarder. Let me check on that. He, he made a 28-yarder and 25-yarder in the fourth quarter. You should make those if you're an NFL kicker. If he missed those, that's a problem. Frankly, if he misses the 28-yarder with 12 seconds to go, I think the Vikings might think about making a change. But he didn't. He made them. He's someone who has become a lightning rod as kickers do in Minnesota guy's been really good this year. Aside from a couple of missed extra points, he can't dial it in from, from past 50 yet. Um, but I want to caution Vikings fans who want to trade or make a change at kicker. Um, the, the grass ain't always greener. And I think Greg Joseph, he hasn't been great at times this year, but there's been flashes um, so it was nice to see him bounce back today. Like I said, you, you got to make those kicks regardless, but tonight he was good. Um, kick the game winner essentially as time expired. So those are the superlatives. Like I said, if I missed anyone, I'm sorry. 
I think everyone kind of deserves the credit today, though. Kirk Cousins was outstanding. Dalvin Cook, he was okay in the rushing game, but he had made a huge catch to, to kind of give the Vikings some life to tie, help them tie the game. Receivers were were good. TJ Hawkinson at tight end was good. Defense stepped up when it needed to. Special teams was good as it always is. So complete win. Very, very impressive win from the Vikings. Like I said, not one of these wins where, while it wasn't as impressive as, say, blowing out a team, there were wins throughout this season where I think you were left scratching your head, like, how the heck did this happen? This one felt a lot more like things were really, really going Washington's way pretty much in every facet, and the Vikings still found a way. They found a way to pull it out, and they are 7-1 and one because of it. They have a four-and-a-half game lead in the NFC North because of it. And they're legitimate contenders because of it. They continue to win these games. I cannot, cannot, cannot wait until next Sunday. I can't wait to see the Vikings against the Buffalo Bills. I'm mad at the Buffalo Bills for losing to the Jets today. We deserved 7-1 and one Vikings versus 7-1 and one Bills. We'll have to settle for 7-1 and one Vikings versus 6-2 and two Bills. It'll be the Vikings' biggest test to date. It will, we'll learn a lot about this team next week. But as they've continued to prove, it, it's kind of hard to bet against them at this point. They're 7-1. and one. We'll leave it there. A 20-17 to 17 victory over the Washington Commanders. We'll be back Tuesday to kind of break down a little bit more of what this means to get into kind of the nitty-gritty of, of where the Vikings go from here. Till then, just bask in the win. You know, this is, we're recording right now at 4.15. This should be up by 5, 6 o'clock Central Time. Listen to it. Enjoy the win. Feel the good vibes. Vikings are going to celebrate Victory Monday. Why don't you guys celebrate Victory Monday as well? And then join us back here Tuesday. We'll, we'll be here to talk about it. That's all I got. Thanks for flying solo with me. I'm Dane Mizutani for Inside Purple and Gold. We're out.